Welcome to the way freedom flies. I'm Anthony and I hope that you're all having a great day here. I am recording this a little bit earlier, so in the day, so hopefully I can get it out earlier as well. Um, got some stuff this afternoon that I have to do in the evening, so you guys are bringing brought the right the morning after Trump has been uh, showing up at court and then he has been released because he's they say he's not a flight risk. No, really. I mean, he's not a flight risk. Uh, he's probably one of the most visible people out there, and I don't think that he's going to be a flight risk for anything. But these are all part of the devil's plans. I want to get that out there because um, everyone's talking about, you know, you still have the COVID stuff that people are talking about, which I really wish Trump would get off that and just start saying, we got to look at this. And he did something with Agenda 47. I don't know if you guys saw where he did say that he wants to look at the pharmaceutical companies closer. So I say that this is a great step. Now I want to see that action once he is back in there. But I will say this. I think that's some of the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. stuff on there. You know, just, just going out there. You know, I don't know if they're going to let Robert F. Kennedy Jr. actually win the Democrat nomination. I actually think that his poll numbers are much higher than what the Democrats and polling places are actually putting out there and I actually think he could win the Democratic nomination if it was honest what if Trump was to use him as a vice president that is an interesting thing you have somebody that uh, wants to get after the big pharma right and you get money from people all over the place and I understand that um, money could influence the way you think but I I actually think if you were to put Robert F. Kennedy Jr., even though if you got money from Big Pharma to put on stuff, because Big Pharma's going to donate money to you anyways, and they're going to try to influence your decisions no matter what. You do something like that, and it shows, hey, I'm going to be serious about that. Put him in charge of some of the stuff, and, you know, the CDC is not an enumerated power. You know, he could cut this off. I would rather see, let's say, a state, a state by state, let's say you had 50 CDCs, basically, I think you have a better option there, and states could then go one by one to really knock in of, hey, this is this is an actual good product or not or something, or this is a problem. Having it at such a nationalized level allows for a lot more corruption. If you're trying to corrupt 50 places, yes, it could happen, right? There's a chance there, but you have a more likelihood that not all 50 would be corrupt or you could change around one of the 50 faster if it is if they all are corrupt where you know having everything that's not enumerated up at a federal level where it sh shouldn't be is causing an easier time to have corruption this goes for everything um you, you, you look at this even more and more like the department of education and you have a lot of corruption in the department of education we see this with grooming and everything else and uh, i just read something today that kids were protesting wearing red, white, and blue and, you know, taking down the pride stuff. Good for them, right? This is That's their school. That is not an indoctrination camp. And you should not be grooming. You should not have any of that. You know, it's ironic that they call it pride because, you know, in the Bible, you know, and they're using the rainbow flag, which the rainbow is God's symbol, not theirs. It was God's promise that he will not have a flood again. Um, 
let's keep track of that. So, but remember, we also have Bible verses where, you know, the pride comes before the fall. And so I think we're actually starting to go in that falling section. You know, Biden had brought a whole bunch of these uh, weirdos to uh, the White House. And uh, now he's denouncing what they did there because uh, some of their nudity. You brought the people there. Yeah, you can denounce them afterwards, but that's only because you had backlash. You're the one that was okay with it to begin with. I, you know, some some of this stuff is just not thought through in there. But you know, what'd you expect to think? You know, but getting back to where I was, oh yeah, you get Anthony on rabbit hole uh, <laughs> down rabbit holes here very quick here, um, and yeah, I I I happen to go down rabbit holes. I know, uh, but. You have all this stuff going on. If you have Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in there as VP, you could have something really interesting. Because I don't think he's going to get the... You know, maybe they allow him to get the nomination just to try to keep Trump out. I Except, I don't think that's going to really work the way they want it to. And just by looking at this outside looking in, right, there's a huge thing. So you have Robert F. Kennedy Jr., let's say, or somebody like him, that can focus on maybe this vaccine stuff and put Trump what he's good at. Now, what is Trump good at? Hopefully, I think that you're going to recognize here is that Trump is not going to be the kinder and gentler uh, <laughs> Trump that was in the first four years. I think all of a sudden, this attacking of him is going to turn him, and you can start seeing this in his messaging. I think some people were upset with uh, disantimonious, going after uh, Keeley, um, his uh, speaker, but they're all on the opposite side of him when you look at it, and you're starting to see him attack this. I think you're starting to see the turn in Trump of saying, "We, I cannot do this just by being um, cooperative. I have to do this by being scorched earth. I have to do this and do it my way, get on their heart and clean up. And that's the best type of Trump. If you've, if you've read some of his books, you'll understand kind of how he negotiates deals. I, I read The Art of the Deal. It's a good book if you want to read kind of how to do The Art of the Deal. I probably should read it again. Um, I don't read as much as I should, but I've been learning to like reading a lot more over the years. And uh, it has really uh, helped me. I've really enjoyed it. One, it got me through the Bible a couple times. That was a, a force thing. And I, I like doing that because I learned a lot. But, um, and, you know, it's a good thing to read. You have that foundation and you can have a, a better understanding of way the life should operate because that's good. You're following God's principles instead of following earthly um, desires, which is, you know, the devil's trying to control all that anyways. But you put that in there and you get back to the economic policy. Everyone goes foreign policy is so crucial. Foreign policy is important. I won't deny that. But what's before foreign policy? Every, and this goes back to kind of, I'm tying it all together here. It's all being tied together. The uh, COVID stuff, right? You have, you have all that. You have foreign policy issues, right? But what at the base of it is upstream of all of that? The conservative treehouse has been on this for years it's economic policy. And you've even seen this in some of the stuff I've been saying, right? We need a driver of economic policy to put that in a better um, situation, right? I've been a huge proponent of getting better energy, getting more 
independent on energy, put drill, baby drill, right? Drive that cost down here and supply it to the rest of the world. And let's see what happens. And many people are just don't understand what big driver of energy can be in the economy. And that's where I would start. There's a lot more that we can do. But what tr Trump did was you have a huge thing of Wall Street versus Main Street. And uh, this Wall Street versus Main Street part of things is I want Main Street to succeed. Wall Street, I really don't care about. Will it succeed? Yes, it will, actually, if Main Street succeeds. But it can also succeed without Main Street creating poverty for Main Street. Now, many of us work in Main Street. What is that? And you can be very successful working in Main Street. Main Street is the people that use their hands, that use their, you know, that are down doing the nitty-gritty stuff all the time. You know, those are store workers, your um, plumbers, your electricians, your carpenters, your, you know, um, drivers, your transportation, your semis, your, you know, all this stuff that makes the world work, your, your you know, road work, all that stuff. And I'm leaving a lot out there. So don't think I'm missing you guys. There's a lot of um, people that do a lot of good work. And I appreciate all of it. You know, I, I wish you guys would do. Um, I wish that all those other males that because we're now quick note, we only have what 72% of uh, males in this country working at the high, I think in the 80s was 85%. So we're down 13%. They say roughly 7.2 million able-bodied males are not working. I hope that more people go into there and start working because we need to get ourselves back on track. And that starts with all of us males doing the right thing and, um, do, and moving in the right direction. And so we'll, we'll get there. We're, we'll get this country back on track and it starts with each one of us individually. So, um, with that, uh, he, with that, we, we will, you know, get there. But this thing with economics is um, is crucial. So, the economic driver, because if you do that, and if you have a strong economy, that will allow you to have power and influence in your foreign policy. Oh, seventy-one percent are uh, men are full working currently. In nineteen eighty, it was eighty-five percent. Okay, so I got that covered, but. You have this economic driver, and this driver is going to be a great um, force to be able to have great economic policy. Why did Trump have great economic policy, or I mean, uh, great uh, foreign policy? It's because the economic side, w you know, America was strong, right? It was going to be here in America, or you had to make a deal, or you lost it, right? You lost access. You put those tariffs on you. You do all these things that give you the ability to get in the right area, right? And to have the right leverage. This is why and tr Trump knew how to play the game with these people, right? He's a negotiator at heart. He knows how to negotiate. And I, I think that's one thing that people need to really read his books is just to see his negotiating stuff. I don't care if you like him or dislike him. Read his negotiation styles. You'll learn a lot on how to negotiate and how to get something out of somebody that may not want to give it up. And that's the crucial thing that what Trump is able to do. Do I think that Trump can actually get the Ukraine-Russia war ended in 24 hours? I don't know if it's going to be exactly 24 hours, but it's going to be dang close. And he's going to have something there, right? He had Putin 
and him a good relationship. Everyone's like, well, you got to put sanctions on Russia. You're alienating Russia, and then you're trying to negotiate a deal with Russia for a peace deal between the two countries. How does that actually sound like it's going to work? It doesn't. And so you have this problem that if you want sanctions, right, Trump even did sanctions on Russia, but he did them in such a way that he kept praising Putin during the whole time. Why does he praise, you know, he also praised um, uh, Winnie the Pooh there in China. <laughs> he also praised Kim Jong-un in North Korea. But what he did then was when he got there, all they heard was, because they're going to get the headlines, oh, they're praising me, they're praising me. And he would then condemn what their government was doing. You're like, well, that's kind of the same person, right? Correct. But they, but the person itself heard praise. The government was denied. Okay, that's secondary. That's not me. That's somebody else in my administration is doing the problem, right? He, he thinks I'm a, you know, we can have a good conversation. That is key. You're, you're doing, you're, you're doing the deed of trying to work back and forth of trying to negotiate and what wade through the waters of what it really is. It's really kind of genius. So you have this power here, but. You get this economic driver. The, the Democrats and Republicans do not want to get back to this economic driver thing. They don't want American first. Uh, if I remember, the Conservative House article from yesterday is a must-read. You guys should go read it. Talking about what Tucker Carlson got wrong in his um, third episode. Tucker is knocking out of the park, by the way. And uh, these episodes are great that he's putting on Twitter. He is going in the face of Fox and really putting it out. But he missed one thing about the neocons, uh, about wanting the... Uh, and neocons are both Republican and conservative right now, right? They want war with uh, Russia. They want to keep this money laundering going as much as possible. So this is the whole unit party, right? And then there's American First Party. There's there's only two parties right now in this country. It happens to be it's not Republican or Democrat. It is uh, America First versus unit party. So get that straight. Now, Republicans... If you want to be part of the American First Party, get on board, or you will be left behind. I will say that straight out. Get back into your Bibles. Get to d knowing what it is. And maybe I'll go into a rant about Republicans' party again. That's been happening maybe too many episodes here. But you go through that, right? And all these plans of what they are doing, right? I was listening to some prophetic words and some uh, a pastor I've mentioned him before, is the Mega Praise Ministry, Manuel Johnson. A great guy. Got to go listen to him. I really enjoy listening to him, giving some insight. I like to listen to a lot of prophetic words. Gets keeps me grounded. You know, the nice thing about the prophetic is it's a, you know, pathway to God, right? You can ask God for things, but sometimes you got to hear it in different languages, different words, and everything like that. And um, I remember one prophetic word from a different um, person calling about the Red Sea will come back together. And I thought that was the Republican Party splitting and coming back together. Could be. I don't know. I'm thinking about it in a different way now. And, and maybe I'll get into that. But what I'm thinking is what is, or what is happening right now is you notice that with the Trump indictment here, with the 37 counts of BS, um, kids, as you, if you're listening to, if your parents are listening to this, they will teach you that at some point or another. But I will let them do the um, do the honors of explaining that rather than me. But it's <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> it's.
it's a little bit more family friendly than some of the other words I might choose. So um, the BS that's going on is just the five indictments and just how they are just crazy. Now, I'm going to go and I've been reading the indictments and I've been going through trying to associate it with the Constitution and everything else just to make sure I have all my I's, dots, and T's crossed. Maybe I'll get into that in one of these episodes or maybe I'll just go away and Trump will be found innocent and you don't need to find out because everyone else has explained it to you and you don't have to worry about it. But boiling it down is that this is a very weak case in my opinion. This is just trying to have a straw man up and go forth. In fact, I would can say that they violated the Fourth Amendment, the search and seizure, when they said that they were only looking for things that marked classified, and they got documents that were not marked classified. In that instance, actually, the court should just throw out the whole thing because they were um, they went out of their purview of what it was. In fact, that they even said that this should have been classified. You know. In my thing is that the president has the f- full authorization to declassify. Not the vice president, the president does, right? The head of the executive branch. Anybody else that wants to do it, they have to get the executive branch or the head of the executive branch to approve it, in my opinion. Um, now, that's actually backed up by constitutional law and everything else. But um, you go through and you look at that, right? Because we are actually operating out of four branches of government, not three right now. Whoa, you're saying, hey, wait there, wait there. That's not right. No, 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 there's four branches of government. Why is there four branches of government? There's the executive, judicial, and legislative. Yeah, but what is the fourth? The fourth is the um, DOJ, Department of Justice. And why is that? Well, Congress created this problem. They created a system where it's supposed to be checks and balances, right? The DOJ is supposed to go back. You can even say there's five uh, branches with the Fed, too. But I would group that into this fourth branch. So you have the Federal Reserve and everything else trying to control the money without really good oversight, right? It's... You have these things and mechanisms that were written in the Constitution that were supposed to be underneath like the fed underneath the legislative right congress has that authority i believe it's underneath the senate that has that authority um forgive me if i'm off on that uh it's been a while uh since i (laughs) read the constitution through that section about money i'm focusing on going through the um declassifying stuff right now of what trump did so i'm forgetting there but um i like to come back and reread it multiple times a year just so I have that in my head and I apologize for not getting that done before I went down this but you go down there right they have that now you have what the biggest one is the DOJ we want now remember with Trump they said the DOJ needs to operate in autonomy you cannot then appoint people to do this and that and the next thing that's actually wrong it's underneath the legislative so actually Trump has full authority over it don't get it messed up once they said that they created this big problem the problem was already there but once Congress started to say you need to be operating independently, this thing got really going down the train. That's why Trump has been at every moment something new, something new, something new, something new. You notice, though, how Emmanuel Johnson pointed this out. Tell me, a, excuse me, tell me another candidate that is having these same issues and being attacked this much. Is there another one? 
Put in the comments below, below, I guess, if these are comments. Otherwise, email me. I appreciate the email, wayfreedomflies at proton.me. I appreciate all the emails. But email me if there's another candidate that gets this much stuff going through. Makes you think. If there is no candidate that has this much stuff, why is the evilness attacking Trump so much? You know, God's plans will, will not be foiled. God is always working. As much as we want stuff quicker and everything else, God is always working. You're, this is going down, and this fourth branch of government is going to be reined in at some point. Everyone, I was listening to somebody, and uh, I like to listen to tech stuff, and uh, listen to somebody in tech, and they were talking about how you will never get more freedom, more sovereignty than what you have today because the government keeps taking it away. No, we will get it back. It will come back. Why? Because these are God-given rights. These are not government-given rights. It is not a. It is not a government giving us the right to do something. This is the God-given rights that we have. God is giving these rights, not government. People do not do this. We need to get our churches back into government. Our church needs to get back into government. Understand this. We will get there back there. We will get it back there. Excuse me. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. It's going to take a little bit. I don't say it's going to happen overnight. Well, I won't say that. Uh, <laughs> God has a way of doing things faster than anybody can. He, can. he can close the Red Sea up and collapse it on the enemy just like that. Will God do that? Who knows? Uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does. But Getting back to the whole Red Sea movement, I actually think that right now with this indictment, this is running scared because you wouldn't want to do this. Because now, what's happening? You have the Espionage Act that is being put out there. You have all these things that are being put out there. And what it's doing is having more and more people understand what is really going on. That's not a good thing. Because um, when you do this and you have, it's not a good thing for them. It's a great thing for the good guys, for what's going to happen. Because it is very, very important. Now, um, one thing I also want to put out is, remember, at the same time that Trump is doing all this, right? And we also have alien whatever coming out, by the way. It's just a coincidence that we also have aliens being, uh, I should say, is it just a coincidence that we also have aliens being talked about at the same time that there's all this bribery scheme coming from uh, uh, Joe Biden and all the money coming back to him and the FBI actually doing that and then the Trump indictment at the same time? I think it's almost like we're supposed to be talking about the aliens and the Trump and forgetting about the um, resident of there. Now, Section 4 in the Constitution, I believe of Article 2, um, but Section 4, um, I think it's Article 2, or maybe it's Article 4. Forgive me, I will look that up later. But anyways, in Section 4, we're talking about the President, Vice President, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Now, you take a look at that. That rules Biden right there. They're going after Trump for all these things, right? That's what they're trying to do. 
now along with the espionage act this is all getting out there in the open people are understanding what these constitution actually means and where they are <laughs> you know uh i'm forgetting a little bit here forgive me i if the most important thing is that you go and you have understanding of what the constitution is and then be able to go look it up and verify every single time you want to go back and go to the constitution because then you have the basis of what is there then once you have the constitution there's also common law that you have to understand and it would be English common law because that's what this was based off of, right? And then on all top of that, what's most important is that you have the basis of the Bible because all the, this thing, this constitution, this country was based upon the Bible. Very important to understand. So you have this stuff, and now you're going through. And what is happening is that people are understanding that there's been treason, there's been bribery, there's been other high crimes and misdemeanors. Now, it says, and they're all civil officers of the United States. You can argue of what the civil officers are. I would argue that the civil officers don't just include the president and vice president because those are already specifically out there, but then they said all civil officers, so you have cabinet members. But you also have anybody in the executive branch because this is part of the... This article of the Constitution is in Section 4 is of the executive article. So you go through there, and then you're going to have to understand that all of this stuff, or I think you have to understand that all of these people underneath that executive come underneath this that can be convicted of impeachment for these convictions of treason, bribery, and other high crimes or misdemeanors. Man, they have a lot of high crimes, right? They're not doing the right thing. They are, um, they are not following the law. They're the laws that are already in the books, the statutes, or anything else that they are violating in order to go through and find dirt on other people. You're not supposed to just find dirt. You're supposed to have a crime and look into it, right? And well, since it's not written in the Constitution of enumerated powers, anything that goes against that would be a crime <laughs> in my opinion um but it's a good opinion so with that i you know you see all this right this all comes out i was listening to chris oon which is a good guy at y-o-o-n he's go check him out on rumble he's got a youtube channel too but all the good stuff's on rumble um <laughs> he has a lot of good understanding too of this and listening to him and and putting this all together right you get to a point where everyone's starting to understand you see the poll numbers. Trump, as soon as he got indicted and had to show up, his poll numbers are going up even more. People understand. At this point, right, I was talking to a friend. I'm like, he's going to have 100 million votes. And then he got indicted. I said, he gets 120 million votes. There's 134 million people in this country that are registered to vote as of 2020. So I don't know what the number is now. Maybe it's higher. But you, let's say you get 100 million or something. I think at that point, even if they try to cheat, What's going to happen is people are going to be asking questions. You need a number that then people start asking questions on, right? It wasn't until Bud Light's boycott worked that people said we can get a boycott to work. It's just human the way human psychology works is that you need certain numbers to be able to hit before they, uh, and that's really attractive to them for some reason, and then they pay attention they really look into it. But this Red Sea coming back together, what happened in the Bible? I was thinking the Red Sea's coming back together and 
you know, everyone's, you know, the red part is coming back, the red side is coming back together. Could that be the case too? That could be me? Yes. But what if in the Bible, the Red Sea comes together to destroy the army of evil, the Egyptians that are going against, or going to kill the Israelites? What if that God, God, what God is doing, what God has here is that all these people, right? They were running in chaos. Right now, it seems like the lawfare side, the fourth part of government, including, and all these uniparty people are running in chaos trying to stop Trump. And this phony indictment is the one thing that's going to be able to come through and close the red, and God's going to be able to close the Red Sea on it and destroy the enemy. Is that happening? Something to think about. Something to think about. So that was the whole uh, time of the podcast going through and me talking about <laughs> from start to finish and putting a whole bunch of rabbit holes in there for you to go down and just think. But we got to think. I know I was talking to my wife. She homeschools our kids. And um, in the homeschool guide, it said you have to read this before you read this to your kids. But it's a good time in the book because they start talking about how good these government programs are. Uh, they're starting some um, government here of when they did all these stupid welfare programs in this country. And um, talk about the goodness or the 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 propaganda that can happen. That, I guess that's the best way to put it. And how to notice propaganda when they start talking about it. Saying a program is good or not, is that a logical thing just to accept? Or do you have to just take it? And this is my stance. And I think if you've been here for long, you'll have heard of this before. Everything out there is just information. Don't take it as propaganda. Don't take it as... Well, you can interpret it as propaganda, but don't take it right off the fat, right as it's being said, as fact, as fiction. Take it as information. It is information. Then you determine if it's good information or bad information. You could say it's fact. You could say it's propaganda. You could say it's false. You could say whatever you want. But at the time that you heard it, it's just information. It's your job to determine what is good and what is bad information. God is on our side. God is always good. God does not wait. He does not hurry things up. He does things on his time, and he does them very well. Understand that. Hopefully that we get that across, that God is good. The good thing is, as Manuel Johnson, is the bad things didn't work out. I think I like that quote a very lot. And that is where we are. The bad things er, will not work out. Evil will not succeed. They will think they will succeed until God delivers. And he always delivers. Throughout the Bible, what did he always do? Deliver. Let's just not wander for 40 years. With that, I am praying for all of you out there. Thank you for listening to The Way Freedom Flies. Until next time, please reach out to me. And God bless.